0: I'm Mark Monroe. I'm Mark Monroe. This is Tesla. Today's episode is all about giving you perspectives, whether it's my side or... What we're trying to do is make sure that you have a well-rounded perspective and when it comes to understanding what the narrative is, so that way when you look at the outlook, you have both sides of the, of the coin. And then from there, When the data and the facts says it all, then you can make your own decision. How do you judge Tesla? Is it an energy company? Is it a technology company? Or is it a automobile company? Now, of course, we all know that Tesla makes sexy automobiles from the Model S, the X, the Y, and the 3. And the 3 has been the top selling vehicle for quite some time, and the Model Y is stepping also into that space thanks to SUVs. Now, we do have a few vehicles that are on the horizon, along with a refresh to the Model S, which we could probably expect that we'll also see that same refresh in the Model X that was just recently unveiled at the shareholders meeting. So when we think about it, if you look at the Cybertruck, which is also preparing to be manufactured in 2021, I mean, they have over 700,000 pre-orders. I mean, think about it. Who else is pre-ordering such a vehicle on day one? Then when we think about, for example, on the energy side, Tesla is becoming quite the utility company and they're doing it for cheap. I mean, the proof is kind of in the pudding in what they did in other places. Like for example, take Hawaii and how expensive their electricity was. And then on top of that, once when Tesla got into the space of Hawaii, now they just brought the kilowatt hours for folks to actually have affordable energy. Imagine that. Then if we look at it from a technology perspective, I mean, think about it, autonomous self-driving. I mean, every vehicle out there able to drive itself and then on top of that able to monetize. I mean, think about it. We haven't seen this type of innovation since the days of Apple where they created such a device and on top of that they were able to monetize off of it. Oh yeah, you didn't think of that, I did. So when we look at it in in the trajectory of what the future holds for Tesla, you have to come down to this primary ingredient when we think about how do you judge the company. One, you gotta look at it from the perspective of, out of those three different categories of what I said that's a hybrid of, is it winning? It's killing the game in the utility space where they're only just getting better and they haven't even scratched the surface yet. When we think about the automobile industry sector, I mean, let's just put it into perspective. There's nobody out there touching Tesla at all. And then the third thing that we look at from a technology perspective, I mean, it's fairly easy to say that with autonomous self-driving and on top of that, let's also look at open source patents. And when you think about open source patents, they start open, available for everybody. But what happens when they close? Then Tesla is able to start licensing that same technology from his automobile space as well as his tech space with other players. And we haven't even talked about their supercharging network. Let that sink in for a second. Okay. That was a heck of a speech. Yes, we've heard all about it. Tesla, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's be real. Tesla is an automobile company. It's not a technology company. It's not even an energy company because they're not even really making any money off of their energy. And everybody's like, oh, well, what it could be. Here's the funny thing. I tell you how it is, he tells you how it might be. Let's look at the reality. Yes, they sell great cars. Yeah, we hear about the Model 3, the Model S, and all of this other yada, yada stuff. But yet, at the same token, let's just be serious. The profitability the profitability really matters. When we look at Tesla over the last four quarters, and if you're watching this in 2020, you probably knew that they reported profit four times in a row, trying to get into the S&P 500. And how did they do it? They barely were profitable. And when we mean by barely profitable, if he was really telling you the truth, Tesla barely got there. They literally limped their way to the finish line because of the fact that they were also using tax credits that they've been selling off to other companies. Oh, oh, he didn't want to tell you about that, did he? Yeah, hmm. The other part is, is that the technology just isn't there. Elon Musk has promised that he would do robo-taxis by the end of 2020. 2020 is almost over. We still haven't seen not a single robo-taxi. We still haven't even seen autonomous driving even completed yet. And uh, another thing that he's not gonna tell you at all and that a lot of folks are pulling over your heads, hmm, let's think about it. If they were were doing so well and if full self-driving was so ready, then why hasn't Tesla collected all that revenue and turned it into profit yet? Yeah, that's right. They came and put it onto their books yet because then that would mean that they are straight up capping and telling you that, hey, we've got full self-driving up and running, but at the same token, it's a half-baked product. And so, thus, they haven't collected the profits on it yet. It's just sitting there in escrow, just waiting to be spent. Oh, and speaking of spending, let's talk about also all the borrowing that Tesla's had to do. I wouldn't be surprised if Tesla has to do another capital raise to raise money. Now, of course, a lot of folks think that just because it raises capital that it would be struggling. Yeah, I get it. He, I know that he's going to make this case, so I'll make it for him. Yeah. Any investor out there would be willing to jump money into Tesla within a heartbeat. Just like that. If Tesla needs to raise $20 billion, they they would be bending over backwards just to continuously add more debt to this company, to its balance sheet. But yet, oh, we're so stuck on the future of what it could be with autonomous self-driving, with all these sexy vehicles. Let's be real. The market is going to catch up with Tesla. When you have automobile companies like, for example, your Audis, your Volkswagens, your Neos, and, you know, maybe some other players that may step into the space, I mean, now you have oversaturation. Can Tesla still hold that mantle? Now I know what he's thinking. Yes, they can because they've shown it. They have 25% of the entire market and they can still keep growing. We get it. But the question is, is a lot of that hype already built in? And also, are you investing into Tesla for Tesla? Or are you investing into Tesla just for Elon? Let that sink in for a second. If Elon Musk is no longer there as CEO of the company, what is Tesla? Just another automobile company. And that's exactly how I see it. You tried it. So, Let's talk about valuation because we've seen the stock on a tear. I think Tesla, as of today, uh, for this video that's being recorded, Tesla is up 400% year to date for 2020. Now here we are in September. Now here's the thing: a lot of folks are going to say that Tesla's overvalued and they should not be valued over Walmart. Now some folks may be a little salty about Tesla earning such growth but I think it's well deserved. When you think about all the things in which that Tesla's done during COVID-19 here in 2020, I mean, think about it. What other auto manufacturer is doing anywhere near close to what Tesla's doing? We've heard of many auto manufacturers having tons of inventory just sitting there waiting just to get to dealerships. Whereas when Tesla produces a vehicle, it's typically made to order. And if it's not made to order, then it's ultimately made to lease. So you can kind of bet your bottom dollar that Tesla is ultimately going direct to consumer. And that's a huge advantage for Tesla because you cut out the middleman. And thus, they don't have to worry about those types of operating expenses. Now, the other thing that we also like to look at is the future. I mean, if we look at any company out there, you're always making the investment based upon what the company is going to do in the future. And if you're bullish like I am, you're saying that Tesla is going to be the industry leader, and not only top of that being the industry leader, they're also going to be able to open up the doors for many other electric vehicle companies as well as the the leader in autonomy. I mean, if we look at other autonomous projects like Mobileye, even hearing about Apple, Uber, and even Google Waymo, last time I checked, Isn't Google Waymo still only in Arizona? I mean, the beautiful thing about what Tesla does is its beta testing is its actual consumers who actually buy its products. So which means that Tesla is able to map out cities, it's able to understand, and it's able to send all that information back so that way the car gets smarter with software updates. I'm sorry, I haven't heard of any other car out there collecting software updates. I mean, good luck with that one. So its network is becoming quite established and ultimately becoming a better driving experience for those who already own the vehicles. So if we think about it, the future looks very, very bright for Tesla, unlike other car companies. So we wanna talk about how is it that we value Tesla? (laughs) Like seriously, is he really serious? Tesla is really worth every single penny of that $300 billion valuation and that the stock climbing by 400% return year-to-date here in September of 2020 really makes sense to him. I mean, come on, this is the same guy in whom which that is teaching you guys, you know, how to trade, let's just be real. If you really think about it, Tesla is not worth the same price of, let's say a Walmart in valuation. Tesla is also not worth all of the automobile makers combined. If we're really being very serious here, Tesla is probably, if not third best automobile company. I mean, think about it. You got Volkswagen, you got Toyota, and Each one of these vehicles sell each one of these vehicle companies sell way more cars than Tesla does now I know what he's gonna say is that essentially the pre-orders with the Cybertruck and the Roadster and also Possibly even a cheaper vehicle coming out and we hear all these promises about what Elon Musk says but there's a problem here we're even starting to see That these profit margins are even starting to get a little bit thinned out even with the Model 3 vehicles We're starting to see that the that the that the profitability is starting to plateau and flatten So it's kind of interesting at the same time that they know that these things are flattening out that now we have the Cybertruck, Which is the newest thing that's going to hit the market. That's going to wow everybody And let's just be serious. I mean I guess there's one area where we can say that the energy space, I mean, technically he even shouldn't even be bringing up energy because they're not doing that much. And really, seriously, you're going to talk about Hawaii, like Hawaii really matters in the energy space. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they brought down the kilowatt hours. But is that something that you can duplicate and actually go out there and replicate across multiple different spaces? Think about how expensive that infrastructure will be. And think about all that upfront costs that Tesla's gonna have to eat and then you're saying that they're gonna be profitable <laughs> let's be serious so the energy the energy play is dead for Tesla now the automobile thing is this best thing working for it now let's get into the deep dive of this technology shall we which is really their full self-driving or their autonomous driving technology now we, we see that it still has not been finished and there's supposed to be this update before this year comes out for it to really show its full breath and power. We'll keep waiting on that technology to come out, but until then, I'm going to say no. I think that this company is a little bit overvalued and it's run up by a lot of retail investors that have really gotten super duper interested into the stock. But yet at the same token, they don't even know why they're investing in the company. Most people just know of Tesla just for its vehicles and thus they're in the reason why we say it's an automobile company. When the rest of the market just considers it just as an automobile company, then really, are they really thinking about the tech? And we get it, the battery technology of what they're talking about in the future can do great things for the climate change uh, for the climate change narrative, as well as just for climate change in general. Climate change is very, very real. No mistake about that. Very, very real. But take into consideration, he even said himself, Mr. Elon Musk said, they won't even see any of these benefits or even start to see any of the results of this until really 12 to 18 months out. And when we see results, we're talking about when will we even see profitability from such a product? I mean, let that sink in for a second. And I know that he's going to talk about, well, a lot of the technology, when you think about it, it takes time. And then once when it bakes in, it's great. And I'm glad that you brought up that other point about open source patents. What happens when, say, for example, the industry finds another innovation that they don't want to use, that's Tesla? Now, I will give him some credit, I mean, just a little bit, because he does talk a lot, but the interesting thing about Tesla is the fact that they do have the supercharging network. I will give you a kudos there, very much so a kudos, because when we think about EVs, we also have to take into consideration when you're on the road or when you're doing road trips, you gotta stop somewhere. But there's also this thing called electrifying America, which is doing the same thing that Tesla is doing. And they could possibly overtake Tesla's supercharging network, which means that where does that leave Tesla? Tesla is, is more so reliant on other EV makers to join its network, And to utilize its resources and its patented technology in an open source fashion now the question that you have to ask yourself is will they be willing to stay on for the ride after those patents close and now they have to pay a licensing fee think about it okay so here's my final thought when we look at tesla tesla's a decent company it's a decent automobile company and of course you can slightly make an argument for its tech but i think that if anything it's getting all the benefits in valuation as a tech company but it's operating more so as an automobile company And I think that that's very confusing towards investors. And if they really, really, really want to get investors on board, they really need to show the true distinctions before even myself, I get on board and say that this is something that's worth even saying, it's a technology company. They need to make those things very distinct and show exactly why it's very relevant within the tech space. I mean, I think that just by throwing out buzzwords and saying that you're using your autonomous technology which it is technology, but it could a Tesla drive or could a Tesla be a Tesla even without autonomy? Yes, it can. People just like the fact that the cars just drive fast and they look sleek and they're electric. Okay, wow, I'm so wowed. But at the same token, when we talk about what makes money and when we talk about margins, Tesla's got a long way to go to start improving those margins before it even tries to join the good old boys club of the S&P 500 so i guess in my take i think tesla needs to start doing a little bit more under promising and over delivering and though that they're doing some innovation they need to be very distinctive and very clear as it pertains to what is it that really brings forth value and maybe they should start telling everybody exactly what kind of company they really are so that way people like him and you know some of you can probably stop speculating about this company So that's the reason why I'm bearish. He's bullish. We'll see how this all plays out. At the end of the day, the question is up to you. Which argument makes better sense to you? Is it the bullish case? I think that ultimately, as a final piece, no matter which side that you choose, you definitely want to make sure that you do your research and understand exactly where the company is going. How you do that? Check the analyst research. Also, be sure to also not only just look at the news, but also do some more research from the company. Check out what the market says. So you've heard his case, and you've heard the winning case. Let's see what you think. If you listen to these arguments, which one would you choose? Go ahead and put that in the comment section down below. Do you think that he was right? Or do you think that I was right? And if you don't think that either one of us was right yet, go ahead and tell us neither. And give us a reason why. We would definitely love to hear what your thoughts are. Until next time, I'm Mark Monroe. Until next time, I'm Mark Monroe. See you in the next one.